Danny. How are you, Danny? So I survived the hurricane. The hurricane. Oh yes. boy. Hurricane slash tropical storm. Hillary came through. <laughs> you know, dropped dropped a dumping uh, a whopping uh, two inches of rain on the city of Riverside in a hey, twenty four oh. hour period. Did they name and, it? Uh, did they name it uh, Hillary just to uh, make the Republicans uh, quiver in fear? Well, it, that would have been better served on the uh, East Coast, <laughs> hitting Florida. But uh, no, man, it was pretty funny though. Like the media was like, "You got a hurricane coming your way," and all these things, and it's like, "Well, okay." Um, and my wife was kind of freaking out, and I'm like, "Uh." Well, we don't live by the ocean. Like we're pretty far from the ocean, and like mm. when a hurricane hits land, it it dies. <laughs> I mean, we might get rain, but that's it. It might be like windy, like Santa Ana winds. Yeah, with some rain. Yeah, if you look at <laughs> if you look at the I... elevation, water goes away from us. We are okay. We are not. We do not have to worry about holding water. Right. And I was like, uh, she was like, well, they evacuated a whole bunch of areas in, the, in San Bernardino and here and there. And I'm like, yeah. Did you see why they evacuated them? And it's because they're mountainy regions that had a fire in the last, like, month or two. Mm. That has no uh, yep. underbrush to stop mudslides. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, the high desert, they got, like, you know, in the teens of inches of rain, like, you know, between like 13 to 20 inches of rain, something like that. Damn, that's some fucking the, rain. Yeah, in like a in a one day period. Oh fuck. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. She's like, "Well, do we need to stock up on things?" And I'm like, "It's it's literally going to be a one day storm. It's going to blow through and it'll be gone. It's not." Yeah. But apparently, a lot of other people did not get that memo because I'm hearing people like try to go to Costco just to do their normal like shopping, weekly grocery shopping, and people were just buying up. All the water and all the toilet paper, and it's like, dude, not the toilet paper, shit? not again. Yeah, they went back to the toilet paper. Back, like, how many times are you gonna shit in the next twenty four hours? <laughs> Get their brains out out of out of fear, desperation. You don't know what fear does to a man, Danny. Makes... Well, it's, it must do the same thing that you do on vacation when you you know you're going on a four day vacation and you pack twelve pairs of underwear because you, you might shit your shit yourself repeatedly one or two of those days. <laughs> I always do one extra pair. That's it. Yeah. It depends on the length of the trip, I guess. Like, if it's more than a week, I'll bring two extra pair. That's fair. Especially if you it's do, the summertime. You do, yeah, you do take some long trips, especially do like North Dakota. North, yeah. Well, yeah, you go to North Dakota and you, you're outside, you know, helping out on the farm and you get some of that swamp ash. You want to come inside. Jump in the shower real quick and put on a clean pair of chonies. You're just out there scooping that horse shit. <laughs> Trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. So, I saw this post on the Reddit today, Sean. And I don't understand it. If, if women want to gaslight men, I would think they would try to do it in the opposite direction. But this woman tweeted out, if your man is doing dishes, it's he's probably gay. <laughs> Bro, what if I 
what if I just need a bowl for my cereal? Like, what am I supposed to eat this shit on? Am I supposed to do it well, like on a plate? Open, get some Tupperware the, out. No, the woman's supposed to be doing all the dishes. Which again, is my point. It's like as a woman, you would think you would gaslight them the other way. It's like, you know, like anime conventions where they have to have the the waifu posters all over. Taking showers is sexy. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't women groups be saying that? It's like men folding laundry turns me on <laughs> as opposed to like a guy just sitting there. Well, I guess he's not supposed to be home because he's supposed to be doing that hustle, hustle culture, that grind culture. Mm -hmm. If he's at home, he's not making money. You know where he's at? He's at the bar with the with his work bros slamming beers, flirting with other women. They ain't, they ain't working 15 hour days. <laughs> no. You're a fucking fool think that yeah you would th you would think you would try to gaslight men into doing more household chores changing diapers turns me on <laughs> is it the baby's diaper or my diaper i'm confused the baby's diaper instructions the unclear <laughs> instructions unclear <laughs> i just i just shit myself again and i didn't bring an extra pair of underwear we don't <laughs> I told Danny I needed those five extra pairs of underwear. <laughs> oh man! Oh. So I broke I broke your heart a little bit today, Sean. You know, yeah. our you can tell our uh, normally we're uh, pretty in in uh, rhythm here in a uh, simpatico, as they say. Our minds work as one. So many times where we're like. Hey, I'm doing this thing, and I'm like, really? Because I'm also doing that thing. Yeah, I fucking tried to be part of the team, but go fuck myself. I should have got the beer I wanted to drink originally when I saw it in the fridge. No, no good deed goes unpunished. Sean. <laughs> and you know, in honor of uh, the man who I'm celebrating today, which is why I'm drinking a lighter beer, so you can see the cool glass on the Instagram pictures. Yes, Kobe Bryant today is. Mamba Day 824 in reference to his jersey numbers. I even have a little cute Kobe Bryant chibi mm. pen from uh, Homie Blessed Brims. Pretty awesome. There's a lot of anime stuff. A lot of uh, casual normie anime stuff, but still anime stuff. <laughs> normie shit like Dragon but, Ball Z. Yes. <laughs> but one time, uh, you know, a lot of some of the players on the Lakers were complaining to Shaq that Kobe wasn't passing the ball enough. Yeah. And so Kobe, Shaq said he went up to Kobe and was like, hey, man, like, you got to just got to pass, pass the ball around or whatever. He's like, there's no I in team. And Kobe looked at him and replied back, yeah, but there's an M and an E in that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, yo. So I am drinking by Solaris Brewing. RMS. It's, it is a French style Pilsner. That's good podcasting um, right there. Putting the camera in front of the camera and making noises. I mean, it is. <laughs> that's what that's what the sound effect was for Sean. It's, it's for the it's for the Patreon. <laughs> I don't know. That seems to be a thing. I listened to a few podcasts that threaten con. Uh, to do a Patreon, and they have content for the said Patreon, but don't actually do the Patreon. 
But then I think we've mentioned before that if we did a Patreon, it, we'd just have to title it Sean's Allowance because he'd just be getting money from his parents. <laughs> be a great Patreon Patreon name anyway, so. Yes. Uh. Oh, man. So this is a French-style Pilsner brewed with Aramis hops from France. This new hop variety brings all the floral, herbal, and spicy characteristics we love from European noble hops but also brings bright citrus and sweet berry to the table. Late hop flavor balanced deliciously upon a bed of summer heirloom barley and lagered at near freezing temperature until mature. Finish is soft and smooth with balanced bitterness, lingering hop flavor. Boire profondant? I don't know, French words. And then they said to pair it with Keith Mansfield's Morning Broadway. And while I was sitting here waiting for you to show up, you were a few minutes late i found the song on youtube and the album t- cover mm-hmm. for, that the song is on actually looks like the uh canned artwork which is just plain green with the letters in the corner rms which it has the initials of him mm-hmm. in the corner so if you know the album then you got the joke i guess yeah it smells a little hoppier than a normal pilsner but you can smell that like the malt Oh man, this is it's like somewhere between like a Czech Pilsner and an Italian Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think really is a thing. <laughs> Quotations. Quotations, because I've heard people say that that's not a thing. Like they don't have like a, a style of Pilsner in Italy. <laughs> but like Czech Pilsners are just super malty, a lot of body, almost like a Oktoberfest type beer. No real hop. But then the French, the Italian Pilsner is like one step towards the Pilsner line from being like an IPA. Mm. It's like basically almost a Pilsner pale ale. Got you. Right? It has the same hop characteristics. It's very hoppy. And this one, it's got like freshness from the hops. Um, you can definitely get some hop, uh, the hoppiness in there, but not like in a Christmas tree way. But it just brings a, a bright freshness and it almost has like a lighter and more effervescent bubbliness. Yeah. Than a standard Czech Pilsner. Gotcha. Oh, this is, this is really good. I I wish I I only bought one can because I hadn't had it and I was unsure. I think I might had to figure out a way to get down to Solaris. <laughs> get some more. Uh, buy buy a buy a four pack of these. This seems this is a very like easy uh, drinking summer beer. Plus, if you're in California, they do ship in the state. No Jersey. Yeah, you know, no. weird weird laws, alcohol. Yes, this is why you don't let the states ruin anything because it's too inconsistent. Yes. <laughs> so what uh, what are you doing to participate in my uh, gimmick of Staugist? <laughs> Staugist. So I am, so I got this is brewed and canned by Untitled Art in collaboration with angry chair brewing this is a barrel aged midnight toffee stout 14.9 percent abv (laughs) (laughs) it'll get you drunk gonna get you drunk barrel aged imperial stout with brown sugar belgium candy syrup natural and artificial flavors so 
got some. I wonder what the artificial flavors are. <laughs> I wondered too. It's naturally, uh, naturally all the other flavors. So they had, but they had to throw in some fake stout flavor to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh... You smell like. You could definitely get the uh, the strong aroma that it is a um, imperial stout. So you get you definitely have that. And then there's just like a sweetness to it. It's so you the you know the brown sugar and the uh, candy syrup. You could definitely get like a sweetness alongside that strong um, imperial stout smell. First drink to uh, shock the palate, get it uh, going. Shock the cash bar. <laughs> hmm. It is. It is pretty interesting, to be honest, because like you get simple sugars, you get the imperial stout, and you get the barrel, you get the you know the aged barrel flavors, and they're they're like in, they're in unison. They're 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 rowing together a bit, cause, and you get like different tastes at different parts of the drink. So, because, like, you start off, you get, like, the sweetness, you get, like, some of that, you know, you get a little bit of burn in there, in there, kind of hanging out. Um, but you do get that imperial stout taste that you either love or you don't love. So, if it's something that you're good with, it goes well with the sugar, and you're going to really like this. Um, I think for, like, an imperial stout, it drinks pretty easy. Um, it doesn't feel like you're chugging motor oil, um, per se. Um, if you do not like that flavor profile, you're not going to like this beer. It is, um, it does, it is a little forward with that Imperial flavor, but I do think the sugars really do like help tone it down with the, the barrel age. So, um, I do like that it doesn't have wacky flavors in there, um, so you really just get the brown sugar and the candy syrup to like give it that sweetness, but you don't like it's not like the weird banana splits and other chaos <laughs> that's it's out, not, out there. It's not full paste. It's not full pastry. Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. It's definitely probably like in the dessert realm, but it's not like pastry, overly done sweetness. So. Which is funny because the stout that I was almost gonna pick mm-hmm. is called Equivalent Dose from Bottle <laughs> Logic, and it is a uh, banana chocolate stout. But 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 banana bone. So, oh man, that's what I got. So I was gonna before you go before you start. Before I, I continue. Before you continue on this journey of We Are Adult Show episode. High numbers. One seventy-five ish. What do we do? What do we do? Four last week? Yeah. So two seventy-five. Two seventy-five. This is two seventy-five. Oh, you said one. Did I say one? No. Two seventy-five. Okay. Yes. Anyways, so, dude, I just found a ridiculous game, mobile game that I've never came across before, 
and it just fits every our our easy our easy anime life. It's so easy. It's called Izeki Zekai. I can't. I don't know why I can't ever say it. Because <laughs> you're not Japanese. Yes. Yes. Um. You know when you get reborn. Yes. Yes. Sekai. Yes. Zekai slow life that is the game you literally play as somebody who gets killed and gets reborn and ends up like in a village and all you do is just like build the village and just like randomly recruit characters to like hang out with you and stuff and just make it and play and like answer random story stuff it is like the most low-key slow like easy playing <laughs> game i've ever played it's like so addicting. <laughs> it's like a harem Minecraft. Um, a little outside of like Minecraft, actually like building things. It's more of like a you. It's like a builder game, like you would expect from a mobile game, where you like right. click and 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 build and stuff. So, um, it's so it's pretty. It's pretty quick to get into and easy. Like, so I've not figured out where they make their money yet. Because you're not... It's not like a, can't, a war game where you're getting, like, attacked and stuff. So, and you get a lot of characters. I think you do... I think you, like, during events, you it's reading a couple, like, comments in, like, the world chat. Like, it sounds like events. Like, you can try to buy tickets or something to get, like, more rare characters. But that's, like, about it. You don't have to worry about getting raided and attacked and stuff like that. They have like, they have like fun little, um, they have like fun little like events like in a special tower, but like that's it that you would, you could do like a little PVP, but like your village Denver gets like destroyed by some mega spender 3000. <laughs> right. Like you actually have to go to work and they're just staying at home on their phone all day mm -hmm. or they have a job where they can be on their phone all day. Yes. Or they have stupid amount of money to use. <laughs> yes. Or they're stupid and use a, a large amount of money. Exactly. Because, so. because the, the game makes them feel better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, no, I couldn't believe how easy like the game played. I was like, I think I read I, I read some of the Google reviews before I, I I downloaded it and it does seem like once the story like runs out like it's like it seems to like be like that's it for the journey like there's really not like a lot of reason to like keep playing so I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the the story and then see what's going on for uh for the show I'm gonna keep with it right so if um and if have they done an update recently, or had you not looked? Did you not notice? Uh, I haven't really seen. That would that would also help because if they're adding content. Yeah. I'll have to see if there's anything else going on, but no, it's not too bad. It's not too. That also would indicate if they're actually making a lot of money, because if they're making a lot of money, then they might add more content. Yes. That is true. That is true. But all that matters is I'm not getting. Destroyed. Or destroyed. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not spending money. <laughs> I was gonna say, you're not getting destroyed from either like people in the world or from the people making the game. Yes. Uh <laughs> pretty much. 
what else do you so, got? So, Mc, so McDonald's uh, has announced that they're doing a tie-in with Hollywood, which is perfect timing with everything in Hollywood being on strike and nothing being made. Apparently, uh, I read a thing yesterday that a bunch of the Phase 6 Marvel movies might be in danger of being canceled or and or scrapped. hey But, um, so what McDonald's is doing is they're as seen in meals. And I don't, I, I couldn't figure out from reading about it if it was, like, varied from location to location or if it was, like, all, like, random at one spot on the screen, depending on who you got. But if you went to their self-order kiosks, you would get a character from one of a handful of movies and or TV shows that feature McDonald's, like Coming to America was one of them. Um, and there's a few, Loki for some reason. And apparently if you order the chicken nuggets, you get an exclusive Loki sauce. Oh. It's like, I think it's just sweet and sour with like a different packaging. Oh, gotcha. It'd be funny if they really brought back the uh, Szechuan sauce. Yeah, no. Just repackage it as Loki sauce. We'll <laughs> brought it back much. again. <laughs> but don't tell us nerds over there what's going on. And don't tell the the, the Rick and Morty assholes. Yeah. Big you don't want them screaming. Bitch. Yeah, you don't want them scream standing on the counter and screaming again. Um, but one of the ones that I first saw when I the when I came across this story on Reddit was our. Uh, hero devil from the devil as a part-timer is featured in the oh my god i've seen shit on reddit popping up about that i was like i was like what the fuck i just laughed <laughs> so yes so they're apparently acknowledging that uh he works at a mcdonald's <laughs> even though they're not really allowed to say in the show yeah is it okay for mcdonald's to say he works at mcdonald's I mean, if even they're though... the people that made the show, yeah. the show and or manga money, then yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. It's like, so is that only in Japan or is that like out here? And I'm like, I don't really want to go to McDonald's to find out because then I have to go inside and stuff. And then like you go to the self order kiosk, and then every time I've gone to the self order kiosk and I go to pay, and they're like, just pay at cashier, and it's like. Well, if I was going to have to pay at the cashier, then I would have fucking ordered with the cashier. <laughs> Taco Bell has that fucking self-kiosk locked down. I don't even know why you do go to the kiosk. That's good. That's when you're so close to the Taco Bell, it doesn't even make sense. It might, you might as well just go in and eat. <laughs> right? Yeah, because usually we just do it through the app, and then I'll just be like, I'm here for, I'm here to pick up my my mobile order. Yeah, because they get confused on what order, what pickup they're doing. Mobile order for... Could be DoorDash. Sean, Uber. Uber Eats. order. Uber Eats. Yes. So, uh, I went on a little uh, field trip this Saturday, as my wife called it, a date day, because it wasn't nighttime. Hey, yeah. So, so we, uh, at one point, we went to a couple breweries. One of them was Ogo Pogo Brewing in the city of Rosemead. Um, I kind of been wanting to go there for a little while, and I, for some reason I thought it was further away. Yeah. Because they always talk about it being in L.A. Um, And I'm like, well, where in L.A.? Because L.A. is pretty fucking huge. Or at least the places <laughs> they call L.A. Yeah. And this place, like I said, Rosemead. Hmm. It's off the 10, I guess. It's kind of on the way to L.A. Yeah. Um, But that also goes, like, almost up to the valley, too. Yeah. And there's some breweries that are like, they're in LA. And it's like, where is it? It's like, oh, it's like, you got to take the 
like halfway to Santa Barbara. And it's like, well, if I'm already there, then I'm just going to keep going to Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, so, you know, you go like this place, man, this place is like old school and that it's deep in like an industrial area. Yeah. Like there's some, they have a couple of parking spots, actual parking spots. And then across the, like across the street, there's like the streets kind of wide. And so people just kind of parked against the chain link fence. Mm -hmm. Um, go inside and they got like a regular seating area and then you go out around and there's pat patio area that you can only access from the inside but um they got some like pretzels to sell for food wise decent selection of to-go um offerings like almost everything they had on tap they had as to-go offerings um it's kind of open air like they had like a bar area where you could sit up front and look out like a big old open window um so if it's a nice day you can sit closer to there if not then you want to be like further back into the place they had a a sign in there that i appreciated basically it was like watch your kids and pick up after them because uh you know for some reason people need to be told to do that now or has been for a while but yeah it's like please <laughs> attend to your children and clean up after them <laughs> um they had quite a few beers on tap and a good selection. They had uh, you know, a couple of seltzers, some blondes, IP a bunch of IPAs, stouts. Um, and it looked like they like where I was sitting, I could look back into kind of the brewing area and they had like all their beers are basically on like this magnetic blackboards with the, the words on it. And so it looked like they just had it where it's like, Oh, this is on tap now, just pull one of these off the back refrigerator and put it on and climb up the ladder and put it on the menu board. <laughs> or take it down and you know like so we were there they had just put up a new sour and um the brewer was there kind of you know finishing up like setting it up or whatever and uh he gave the two uh, beer tenders a taste and one of them made the yeah this is not good sour face and the other guy's like oh this is pretty good uh but i had already closed <laughs> out when they were doing that getting ready to go you're like um, i don't need that beer <laughs> i'm good so from there we went over to a new brewery that's opened within the last couple of months called uh, Campsite Brewing. Yeah. And again, it's kind of like in a mixed area. It's like some residential and some industrial type area. Yeah. Um, and so you, the parking lot was weird because normally, you know, in America, when you go to a place, you pull in the first driveway. <laughs> I went to pull in and I was like, oh, that's exit. And so you had to go to the second one. And they only had a handful of parking spots in their little parking area. Everything else was pretty much street parking, which they had like like a little ways down. They had a bunch of like actual parking spots into the street, so it wasn't like you had to parallel park. Yeah, it's the diagonal parking spots into the street. <laughs> um, but we got lucky. Like as I was coming, like going in, somebody had just gotten in their car and they started it up, so I was able to park in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And from the outside, it's like, oh, that kind of looks like a log cabin. That's cool. And then you go in the back, and they have like a whole bunch of like lawn furniture. Um, places to sit. They have a couple like fake gas fire pits. They have one where it's like cement benches around it so you can sit there. A bunch of picnic tables set up. Uh, the Andorak chairs, the ones where they uh, kind of slant back and then they got the little whoosh in the front for your knees yeah. to sit in. They have a bunch of those around a couple different uh, little smaller campfires. Like, it's like, oh, this seems like a cool place to hang out, not just during the summer. Like, it'd be almost more fun, like a cooler fall night. 
got yourself like a, a hoodie or a flannel on, drinking beers by the fire. Um, but all the outside seating pretty much was taken. So we went inside and they had uh, two lines. Like basically you go in and there's one line that was just for beer or mer- and or merch. And then they had one line that was for food and beer. Mm-hmm. And so they had, you know, pretty much run the gamut of food options, appetizers, um, they had burgers, uh, fried chicken sound, like a half chicken that, you know, the brick chicken where you put the brick on it and cook it. Yeah. Some specials. Um, I ended up getting their Mexican lager and um, their toffee brown ale. And then I did a small taster of their s'mores stout, which it smelt and tasted like it had the, you can tell that get the cacao and the sweetness from the marshmallow, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, we got their Brussels sprouts, which were all right. They weren't like, they didn't really have much of a sauce on it, but it came with like a little jalapeno aioli that was pretty good. We got their shrimp tacos. They were pretty solid. The breading on the shrimp wasn't too heavy. Um, they put a ton of shrimp in there to the point where like we had to eat a couple of them out of there to actually like be able to pick up the taco. Because <laughs> it was just like bulging out and it's like, okay, that's that's a good problem, right? Yeah. Dude, I went to all due all due respect to this place. I had the fucking most like whitewash fucking Mexican food I've ever had in my life. And I knew there was a problem for one reason before we even ordered there. But you know, like vegan options are hard to do. So we went to this place and it had good reviews. So I was just like, I was like, okay, it's got to be decent. But they didn't have, they had steak, chicken, and ground beef. That's it for like uh, main proteins. I was like, if they can't even make carnitas, this place White is gonna people fucking taco suck. Night. Oh my god! Hi. It was, it was fucking the the taco sauce was super hot. It was like spicy one, two, and three. So I went two for safety reasons, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking spicy. But I felt like I was just eating hot taco sauce on like white plain white rice. <laughs> with like a bite of cheese here and there even though it had like lettuce ground beef and like other things on it so you're like basically eating a taco uh expensive taco bell taco i i thought the flavor i think taco bell and chipotle had more flavor (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny because like i run into the opposite problem at the couple mexican restaurants we've gone to in north dakota Mm -hmm. where uh we have a hard time ordering because i don't the guys the people that Work there, don't speak English. See, that's how you know the food's going to be fucking good, though. Right? And so when I tell people, I'm like, yeah, dude, two of the best Mexican restaurants I've ever been to are in North Dakota. They look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Yeah. They're Mexican families, and one of them, like, came from, uh, like, Coachella area, and the other one was from, like, uh, the 29 Palms area. <laughs> like, you know, they're not... Or, like, when my... uh brother brought his uh girlfriend at the time now wife and her uh, kids out to california for the first time yeah and i took him to one of the mexican restaurants in old town mm-hmm. san diego and they were kind of talking to each the, the brothers were talking to each other quietly or whatever the mom was like what's up and like basically like this isn't real mexican food where's the queso sauce because <laughs> apparently in georgia the mexican restaurant they go to just fucking covers everything in ca- that white queso sauce I mean, the the white queso is good, but there is something about just corn tortilla, meat, 
cilantro onion sauce that's just too put fucking a little bit good. Of, a little bit of citrus splashed over the top? Yeah, a little bit of lime. Just. Oh, yeah. So fucking good. Mmm. Oh, but the, at campsite, though, I will give them this, man. The villains did not do. They nailed the theme. All their beers kind of had outdoorsy or campsite-y names. Yeah. Um, all the food. Because the other thing we got was the this holo, cheese, uh, cheddar holo, uh, cheddar cornbread. And it came out in like the little uh, cast iron skillet. Yeah. And I never thought I would say this. And my wife was amazed when I did. But uh, they put too much butter on there. <laughs> like it looked like a baseball of butter on top of the cornbread that was probably <laughs> five inches around four inches around like it was so much that like we took some off and spread and then spread it out and it wasn't melting anymore because it cooled the cornbread down so much oh my god what the fuck but it was good because like i said it was like they had a uh, chop put had chopped up jalapenos in the butter so yeah. it wasn't just a straight butter ball but yeah too much. Just a wee um, bit. After this, we went to a place that we had seen on uh, Instagram called Smorology. I'm interested. Um, we went there and we we're looking at the menu, and they had, I can't remember, it was eight or ten different s'mores that you can either get, um, regular size, which looked like they're about three inch squares, or you can get a flight of three, which cut them down to about an inch and a half or two inch squares. Um, they had like an Elvis one with peanut butter. They had one that had like sea salt. And then they had a seasonal one, a month one, where the it was this, the sea salt one, but with chocolate graham crackers instead of the regular graham crackers. Yeah. But I just we decided to get their uh, banana split instead of an actual s'more. Which had two scoops of ice cream, and they had different ice creams to pick from. But then they brulee the banana. So that was like uh, what drew me to it was because I wanted the brulee banana with the, you know, sugar, and then they blue torched it, and then they put a big old mountain of the mar the marshmallow in the middle and just fucking blow torched that too. Um, I'm pretty sure they make the marshmallows in house because it just has that soft, not fake. Uh, Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man flavor, you know? Yeah. Um, so my wife's like, yeah, we have to come back and get their s'mores now. Because that was what I was kind of worried about. I, you know, like sometimes you buy it into a s'more and you have to like fight with it to get the marshmallow out. Yeah. <laughs> because they're just so uh, uh, stretchy as opposed to just being able to bite through it. So if that's what their marshmallows are like, then their s'mores are going to be amazing. Um, the only thing that sucks is they have like literally four parking spots. Um, and they had like only a couple tables to sit down at. So if it's busy, I don't know like necessarily where you're supposed to park because we were we got there and there was one of the spots were open. Yeah. Because we kind of went at a random time. But I guess they must have been busy because they've blown up on social media because that's where we saw them. Mm -hmm. Like people like, you know, quote unquote influencers sharing them. Uh, but yeah, man, it's in, uh, West Covina as well. It's like, right. Like it was a little, we had to drive a little bit further West from, uh, campsite to go there. But at, even at campsite, they had a cast iron skillet, uh, where it was basically chocolate. And then they put the marshmallows on top and then they served it with 
graham crackers to dip into it as a dessert. So that was their s'more dessert there. But we're like, yeah, we're going to uh, s'moreology. Um, but the main thing we did that day was we went to Bubble World um, Expo. Have you seen where they do like the um, Picasso exhibit where it's like they bring his paintings to life? No. Have you ever I... seen any of those on like social media? No, I haven't. Okay. So basically, and I thought they were all um, like timed or something or rotated, but when we got to where their, the Bubble World exhibit was, they had all, like all three of their events going on. The Picasso one and the, um, oh, no, sorry, Picasso, Van Gogh. Um, Van Gogh and dinosaurs. And so, but we did the bubble one. And I kind of showed my wife a little bit of the video, and I'm like, hey, you want to check this out? And she's like, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, well, we don't got anything planned this Saturday, do we? And she's like, no. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get tickets then. So I bought tickets right then. Um, Look at you. So was like, you verified before you committed. Oh, I have to. I'm an idiot. I'll double book the fuck out of things. <laughs> as 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 made evident by us trying to figure out our uh, upcoming trip to Vegas. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? It is an excuse to get into California, which means I am definitely going to Arch District Brewing to get the LA IPA. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I want to go see my my dude Quattros. But, uh, he doesn't listen to the show, yeah. so it doesn't matter. No, like who? It doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck that guy. <laughs> go, but, go uh, to Little Tokyo, get some beer afterwards. It's gonna be a good old time. We can hang out at the Truly Bar. The Truly Bar. I think that's not Arts District, but the there's that other. Maybe it is Arts District, right over by Little Tokyo. It's like when, when like on the backside of little tokyo within walking distance there's a brewery there and they have in this like the same compound they have a like a truly tap room oh gotcha i know when we walk because you could walk the arts district brewing from um little tokyo yeah. so i know there's you walk by a, a brewery so i don't know if that's it though that might be it then yes but there's yeah there's one where there you can like walk walk to and it has a um truly tap room but <laughs> So watching the video, and the guy was kind of explaining his uh, thoughts behind it. And so basically, there's 14 rooms, and he talked about how he wanted it to be like, bring back the memories of you being a kid blowing bubbles. And so you walk through, and like the the first room was like supposed to be like pun like almost like punching bags or whatever. Yeah. Um, that were supposed to be lit up, but not all of them were. And it's like, oh, you can tell this thing's been around for a while because even a lot of the rooms that had some balloons in the display, the balloons had deflated over time. Yeah. Um. But like, there was a one room that was like giant, huge uh, balloons, and you can like hit them around and stuff. And that was a lot of fun. There was a big old bubble pit that it was supposed to be like sh taking a shower in a thunderstorm. <laughs> um. There was a room that made it look like you were kind of like on a hot air balloon, and kind of went in there first. And I'm like, this is kind of lame because you're just standing in the middle of a walkway, and there's like the walls around, and there's like the projection on the walls. Yeah, but then if you just kind of sit there and watch it for a while, you kind of like lose yourself in the in the video playing, and it definitely starts to feel like you're moving a little bit. It's a little yeah. trippy how they do it. <laughs> um, there was one room where they had like a couple video games, like where you can either push button like a pump to make it look like different paintings for blowing bubbles. There was another one where you like pushed a button, and then they had one where like 
the person on the screen would blow bubbles. You had to blow into this thing. And right when you walked in the room, there was a family there. They had a couple little kids. And the little kid that was at the bubble blowing machine yeah. was just hacking coughing all over that. Oh my god. And it's like and it's like, yeah, I guess we're definitely not doing that. <laughs> um you know, I guess it's in LA or close enough to LA. It's in Montebello. Uh but one of the per one of the things they advertise is free parking. <laughs> It's like yeah, so but they have a huge parking lot, and it's like basically just in a huge warehouse where they have all three of the rooms, and then like basically the bathrooms are in like a common area, um, and of course they have a gift shop afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> you know they got a couple things that were branded, but all in all, man, it was way more fun than I thought it would be. Like I thought I'm just gonna have to put on like uh, this doesn't I can't put on my this is fucking sucks face for my wife, you know, because then she won't have any fun. Um. But she's like, yeah, it looked like you were legitimately having fun. And I'm like, because there was a couple rooms that I was. There was one room. The only complaint about it was that it was just a walkway. So if people were behind you, you couldn't really stop too long. Mm -hmm. um, but there was just like lights hanging and then mirrors all around it. They definitely made excellent use of lighting and mirrors to make some of the smaller rooms like huge. But if you stood and it just looked like it went on forever, right? Yeah. Um, and then the lights would change, different patterns, different twinkles. But it was... It was pretty cool. It wasn't. It was like forty bucks a ticket, and then service fees. It took us about two hours to get through it. So, but then afterwards, we came home and we watched Ghostbusters Afterlife on DVD. On the DVD, yes. <laughs> oh, I got an email. I got an email, and they're like, "Hey, uh, do you want us to like send you?" like the next 10 DVDs on your list when we like right when we stop before we stop sending DVDs so you have you can enjoy the DVD experience even longer <laughs> and I'm like yes I do don't take that away from me so basically this is a sequel of the ghostbusters that takes place 21 or 31 years after ghostbusters 2 gotcha and it pretty much wipes the all ladies ghostbusters out of canon like that didn't happen <laughs> like whoops jeez which on its own that was not a bad movie i i thought it was pretty funny there was some good jokes and stuff but i could see where people were upset because it was more of a reboot than a sequel like basically they didn't um acknowledge any of the history of ghostbusters so yeah it wasn't a sequel straight up reboot and they did have pretty much everybody from the movie kind of have cameos as different people. Like one of the guys was like a taxi driver. Um, <laughs> but this one, it starts off, you know, you see a guy like with the ghost and he like, I'm pretty sure he dies. And then it cuts to like a couple, a family. And it's got like one of the kids, the boy is from uh, Stranger Things, Ben Wolfhard. I think he's like one of I don't know I've never watched it. Did you watch it? I only watched like the first season. I can't. I don't yeah, know. So I mean, without you, got to tell me like which kid it is. The the one the that one got lost. The, the one, the one that got lost. The main character or the one with the missing teeth. I don't know. It I was like know. he has curly hair. Oh it yeah, was, the one was... with missing teeth. Then I know who okay. you're talking about. But um, and then his sister. I can't remember what she was in, but she was in stuff. Um, but basically. That was their grandpa, and he kind of, as you 
progress through the movie, you find out that he kind of just seemingly betrayed the Ghostbusters and took all of their equipment in the middle of the night and drove off and disappeared to some town in the <laughs> Midwest. Um, but come to find out that he was trying to prevent the return of Gozer because the guy that built the uh, skyscraper where go the all the stuff in the first Ghostbusters with the Keymaster and the Gatekeeper. Yeah. Like that was built with a special metal that was only found in a mine in the town in the Midwest. And so the guy who basically founded the town where that mine is also built that luxury high rise in New York. So he had a place to stay when he wanted to go to New York. Gotcha. And so that's why the evil was drawn there. So, you know, I mean, it's true. Ghostbusters is a little scarier than the, the original ones. My wife uh, had a few jump scare moments. Hey, yo. <laughs> a couple of one or two of them might have also been caused by uh, me adding to it <laughs> by grabbing her or making a noise at inappropriate moments. Of course. Um, That's just like you, Daniel. It, oh, dude. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she doesn't watch horror movies with me. <laughs> it's only fun for me. Um, but yeah, this is definitely if you're if you're a fan of the first two Ghostbusters, uh, they hit all the nostalgia buttons. Um, pretty much everybody's in it, all the way down to like at the very end. There's a post credit scene with um, Sigourney Weaver. Everybody. So it, everybody, 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 even what well, at they? least the the main uh, the main four and the secretary. Played by Annie Potts. I can't think of her name right now off the top of my head. I said it immediately when she came on screen. I'm like, oh, it's her. <laughs> but I can't think of her name now. Uh, but yes. <laughs> it's, and it's directed by the son of the original director. So Jason Reitman as opposed to Ivan Reitman. Gotcha. And like after the movie now, like they just like, they're like, oh, the movie's not over. You also want to watch all the special features. So like we you're didn't like, get up fast enough to stop you, it. You're and, like, do uh, I? <laughs> no, I did not. But I did learn that basically, like, the storyboards for this movie was something that, according to Jason Reitman, that he had come up with quite a few years ago. At least the bare bones of it, that, like, you know, there's a girl that finds out that she's related to the one of the Ghostbusters, and she finds the, all that stuff and kind of has to help save the day. So, but yeah, man, it's a lot better than I thought it was. You know, I keep talking to a friend of the show, Solid Snack, and he's you know, active going to movie theaters, and I'm like, dude, I gotta get back into that. That was I miss those days. Like I my know, wife man. and I would go, like, like, like find a uh, somehow find a time to get back to the movies once a week. I have at I, least. Yeah, I ha I have one that likes to not watch movies at the movie theater. <laughs> like to watch it at home. Yeah, the the worst part about watching at home is I get all the the wife questions. It's like, motherfucker, we're watching the same movie at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> or 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 I'll get the uh we're trying to figure out the movie, the whole movie. Oh, so this is gonna happen. Oh, so this is gonna shut the fuck up. I'll we all know you. what's gonna happen. I'll we all know what's gonna happen. You don't have to tell me already, all right? Darth Vader is Luke's father. That's impossible. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, but but you also can't pause it and get up and like comfortably go to the bathroom or, yeah. you know, decide halfway through the movie that you're like, you know what? I changed my mind. I did want something to snack on during the movie. <laughs> Isn't that part of the fun, though, is going to the movie theater, drinking a giant drink and trying to hold it the whole way? 
Isn't that just part of the like, the, the nostalgia? No, it depends, man. Cause <laughs> cause, uh, when I watched episode seven, like less than halfway through the movie, I had to go to the bathroom so bad, and I was doing like the pee pee <laughs> dance while sitting down by the end of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those three hour movies are rough, especially oh, when dude. you load up on fucking drinks and snacks. Yes. And you can't pause that shit. You're just like, no. No, you can't. And you gotta like try to guess. It's like, all right, is this is this yeah. a slow part? <laughs> is, this, is this a bathroom moment? Yeah. And then come back and you're like, I hope I didn't miss anything important. Yes. <sighs> like a uh, hall pass. I picked the wrong time because it's like right when I went to the bathroom, I came back. My wife's like, oh man, that hot blonde chick showed her boobs. Like, no, oh, no, my bladder betrayed me. Oh, God. And she's like, oh, and they were very nice. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would motorboat. Oh, man. <laughs> so you've been uh, dedicating your life to something, Sean. Oh, dude. Bro, I am like super gamer mode again, man, dude. I, Dude, I... So I ended up buying Assassin's Creed Valhalla Deluxe for 20 bucks on the PlayStation market. Tell me it's not a good deal. Golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. clap. Thank you. Thank you. I did not use the fantastic service, uh, you know, the uh, Xbox Game Pass. So, but I still, so I, I bought it. Um, it's actually pretty good. I'm not that big into Assassin's Creed games. There are parts of it that I'm, I get annoyed by because they still try to pretend like we care about the the real world issue that it that's going on. I don't know the why they keep budget. putting it in. Yeah, they're just like like you're a character in a simulation, like looking back at memories, but like it's so like barely touched on, like you forget about it. Um, like even even less so than like the the um umbrella corporation in the resident evil games where it's yeah. like Dude, why do i gotta deal with politics i just want to fucking shoot zombies in the face exactly so that part's kind of annoying in it but it doesn't really happen very often so it happens so not often that it's not a big deal um so basically you could play as like the girl as a girl viking a hybrid or the male viking and basically like the hybrid it like switches between both characters depending on like the scene and stuff which to me doesn't make any sense so i just chose the uh the lady viking because i like her um rusky nice. voice <laughs> and and heard the way she murders um so there's a lot of good things about it the mini bosses like attack a fighting like there's certain characters and in the game that is like a tough one-on-one fight, which is fun because like, you know, you have to figure out like the way they attack and how you counter and damage and stuff. And you have to have a really good sprees and stuff like that, um, which is really fun. But they also added in way too many like random mystery side adventures for it like one of the adventures danny like it was like i went to go help this girl because her brother turned into a fish and i fished a, and i was fishing and it pulled out a bunch and then he popped out of nowhere and he's like 
you lied to her. We can't lie to her. And then it was like, do you give the children the fish? I'm like, I guess so. Because when I said no, you didn't let me finish the story. <laughs> so I give the children the fish and then it like ends the, the like side quest. I'm like, this is the dumbest side quest. Like there was no reason this had to be in here. So like it just Especially they didn't give you the fuck the kids option. Yeah. Fuck the kids. Um so there are there are too many random side quests that are so terrible that they should get rid of them all and uh, try a little bit harder on the ones that could have been like more expanded upon. Like there was one I just moved a couple boxes and I listened to an old man tell a story about how he met his wife. And he would fall asleep while telling it, and I'd have to wake him up. Oh, man, fuck that, dude. It was like, if that was real life, you're just like, <laughs> you do the Irish goodbye when he's sleeping. See, like... The letter can you leave. See, it's terrible. So you get, like, you get both ends of the spectrum. You're just like, fuck. And you know what the worst part is? Is you have to do those stories so that way you get XP. Because every time you um, you level up, you... You get to pick attributes to help you, and that's your power level. So, like, everything is, like, their leveling up system is you do all these side quests or boss fight, mini boss fights. You do these, like, relic hunts and, and, like, searches and stuff, and you get experience for it, and as well as just playing the campaign. Um, and then you, you add points to your abilities and stuff until you get stronger, and that's how, like, the that's how you could go into certain areas because you leveled up enough so like it's like it's painful because you have to do it like you have no choice like you gotta go give kids fish the kids fuck the kids fuck them kids <laughs> <laughs> um so like the previous so i played um odyssey Assassin's creed odyssey which was pretty fun um you you know you sh you did a lot more like boat fighting in this one like you do a lot of raids but it's kind of funny because like, it's like you have to be an asshole and go like raid these small little towns like you can't just go work it out so i'm just like fuck it i'm gonna go kill these people i don't care that they're living a peaceful life <laughs> oh, like, fuck that peaceful village but we got to save the kids <laughs> i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go raid this village and uh steal all their supplies so i can make my air my uh little hometown bigger um so you have to find like hidden people that go assassinate which is which is fun because it, it's like some of it's like you gotta go scooby-doo mystery that shit and figure out try to find clues and stuff um i don't know I don't know if you know this about me, Danny, but I am not a uh, a good sneak person. So, both even though it's called Assassin's Creed, I'm more of a I'm gonna run in there and go fuck them up without sneaking. <laughs> oh, uh, or, I, I mean, when you say you're not good at sneaking, are you when you are you not good at sneaking? Like I'm not good at jumping. Yes. I just, I hate, oh, like, that, overly... That bad, huh? That's part of why the reason why I can't play horror games, because I... The pace is too slow. Like, I can't just... I can't just, like, sneak around. Like, I'm like, get shit done. Get shit done. Like, 
if I'm a powerful person, like, I'm not gonna go sneak around. I'm gonna go kick the door in and go, motherfuckers, I'm here. I'm taking my shit from you. So You mean like, uh, hey, there's a witch. We should probably sneak up on it and kill it. And you're like, motherfucker, just shoot it as it's chasing after me. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm gonna get us a head start. Here's the flaming na here's the uh flaming napalm. Molotov. Molotov, yeah. I'm like I'm just like shotgunning her in the face as she's like running toward me. Uh good times. The good best times. I was very disappointed that in um not Left for Dead. What's the uh what's the remake version basically? Back for Blood. Back for Blood. There was no witch character. Not even like, like a somewhat of a sneeze of it, a hint at it. Like that was like my favorite character because it was like time to go hunting. Like, like you knew. Right. Like I liked the first game way better than the second one, with the exception of the walking witch. That made it even more fun. Because <laughs> there's like there's a witch somewhere and you're like, all right, where is it sitting? Where is it? and then you're like, Oh nope. I'm hot you're like hiding from it and you just turn around and it's like, Oh fuck, it's right there. It found me. <laughs> I like how it goes from crying to like screaming. You're like, oh god, ah! oh man. So, so uh, oh, it's a, uh, I'm thinking, is there anything else? Oh, I'm I haven't oh. finished the game yet. I've only I'm I'm like I feel like I'm halfway, halfway through. So I've killed uh two mini bosses. I got to kill. I got to level up more to get to the third one. I got to figure out that storyline. Killing like so I'm out there killing some special monsters. I don't know, like I think like the the main story is just kind of like it's like to me it's like more like like whatever like because I think it's more about the gameplay which is fun and the mini boss fights and stuff like that. That's what I re I really like um, and kind of like hunting the special faction that I got to go kill. The, the main story is kind of like, meh, whatever. I'm expecting some, uh, some, um, to be betrayed. Like, there's romances in the game, um, but they're very, like, PG romance. Like, Dragon Age Origins I from back in, like, fucking 2007 has a, uh, it's, it's more hardcore in the romance action than this. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're afraid to show, like, two girls or two guys kissing on screen. <laughs> Versus the game I'm playing where, like, there's a scene where, like, the chick is just fully naked riding the dude, and they're, like, basically showing, like, the side-ish front view of wait, it. Wait, which game are you playing? One of the, the, one of the Wolfenstein games. Oh, got you. <laughs> See, I want to get into Boulder's Gate so bad, but I'm being good. So, uh, dude, everything I've heard about Boulder's Gate is is uh, really positive, and it's coming to console in September. Yeah, yeah I haven't heard anything bad about it either. Like, I, I heard know. it's like I saw somebody talking about it. it's like, hey, all those developers that say it's impossible to release like a game like the game, a uh, big game without any bugs on day one. Um, why don't you talk to the people that made Baldur's Gate? Because they seem to figure it out. <laughs> right? Uh, so, I definitely want to get into Baldur's Gate. I'm worried that Starfield is going to be good, and that's going to be like another game I'm going to have to play. 
but I'm bl- I'm definitely playing Baldur's Gate after Assassin's Creed, in between all my vacations. Yes. <laughs> all of them. Like, why didn't this game? Why didn't these games come out in the spring when I wasn't on vacation? And or like when there was no anime out. Right, dude. It was like the end of the season, not the beginning of the season. Yeah, dude. Assassin's Creed has totally shut down my anime watching. <laughs> I'm like fighting to like watch anime now. <laughs> I'm actually caught up on a couple shows and finished a couple shows from last season. Hey, oh, look at you, bud. Look at you. Yeah, because got the big you... weeb on Brad. Yeah, usually I'm just caught up on like 30 anime episodes on. Like all the new shows, but I've definitely like started to fall back on different stuff, all because of uh, I'm just like gaming through Assassin's Creed because it is pretty fun. It is the gameplay is just too fun to play. Um, because you get a good mix of being you get a good mix where you're like murdering like person after person without trying, and then like there's other areas where you're like you're like okay, this is a difficult one-on-one fight. Like, you gotta be smart. It's got, like, good balance, so you don't get, like, overly bored one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like, you got Dark Souls where every fight is, like, you gotta be over-cautious, and then there's other games where you're just, like, of a mass murder, like, nothing could stop me. Like, whoa. Exactly. So. I know what you mean. So, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll do another review depending on the end of the game too. But it's pretty fun, dude. If you can get it for a good price, like Assassin's Assassin's Creed Valhalla is definitely solid. You don't really have to be sneaky at all. You could just play it how you, however you feel like playing. You could do it like that. So, and the cool part is, is there's like three different like general trees. And so, depending on which ones you level up, like, it gives you more perks on those weapons and, like, that style okay. of playing. So, if you just want to go out there and go, fuck sneaking, I'm, a ba- I'm like, like, clan bear. Like, you get a bunch of stuff that's, like, when you, like, um, like, when you stun and kill people, it, it sends terror, like, vibes to the other um, NPCs. So, like, if you're going to out, be out there like a Banff, like, you could uh, definitely, like, stall people from attacking you, from, like, murdering. But if you want to be more of a sneak, you could, like, level up that way. So it does have, like, some good customization as far as, like, how your play style and what you want to do. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, and those, cool. those games are fun. So. Yeah, because it's like you said, like, if you, that's what I liked about um, Aloy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, Horizon. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, depends on how you wanted to play or what you wanted to specialize in, whether you wanted to, like, basically let the machines do the fighting for you or if you wanted to be able to sneak up on the machines and kill them from behind or you wanted to Leroy Jenkins every area. Yep. Dude, yeah, like, um, I would definitely say Assassin's Creed Valhalla, any Assassin's Creed game, I would not pay full price for. Never. Never, never, never. But I do think you have to figure out which games are good and which ones are kind of meh. And then I would try to buy it for like that $20, $30 range. Right. But then again, yeah. I don't really like paying full price for games ever. It's got to be a good game, man. It's like, it's just, the games are pretty expensive, but I don't know. Like, if, if the next, um, 
Elder Scrolls game comes out next year, which I doubt it is. Like, I'm definitely taking a week off to play that, because it can't be worse than Skyrim, so I'm doing it. Challenge accepted? Yeah, but I'm not going to pre-order it. I'll buy it, like, the day before it comes out or something like that. I guess technically it's a pre-order, but fuck it. Well, you can pre-order it and then cancel your pre-order. <laughs> or or pre-order it, get the pre-order bonus, and then take your uh, vacation to play it, like, oh, a couple weeks after it comes out, and hopefully they've at least patched some of the bugs. Exactly. <laughs> like, don't take it, don't take your week of vacation the week it comes out, take it out, like, two weeks later. <laughs> right. And hopefully they made the game playable. So, uh, I did finish a couple of anime from last season. One of them is Rakudos Bad Girls. It's the one where the dude was like, him and his friends were bullied, and his he finds that he, his grandpa died, and he had gotten like this stuff, like a bunch of stuff from his grandpa, oh. and one of them was like a scroll. Basically, put the spell on him that put a pentagram on his forehead that nobody noticed. So I don't know if it was actually there or if it was like one of those things that the audience knew was there, but nobody else saw it. Dude, I saw watching that one. Yeah, I was just like, this is I I couldn't finish it. It, you definitely would have hated it at the end, and not and I kind of liked it, but. The main reason you would have hated it is because it did one of the tropes that you hate the most. Like, you know, the the biggest one being family, because you just hate family. <laughs> but then the second one, it being that you hate, is um, the magic of friendship can save us all. Oh, my God. So basically, like, this guy, you know, he gets this scroll from his grandpa that puts a spell on him that, like, all this, like, if a bad girl sees him, she'll instantly fall in love with him. And so, like, they end up, like, kind of taking down this major gang in town to the point where, like, the couple of the, the like, the last remaining people from the gang, like, the head leader and his, like, personal bodyguards kind of come to the school. And they're like, hey, since you took us down and stuff, we're going to make peace. And then you come to find out that he's betraying the, the main character, Rakudo, um, and he's just there to try to get this one girl to join their gang because they, with her on the side, they can be unstoppable because she's this one person wrecking crew that basically destroyed the gang by herself. And so she, he, the, the leader of the gang is trying to get Rakudo to basically like tell her to go for her. Cause she's happier. He's like, he's a nice guy and happy, like hates violence, but she's just at her happiest fucking beating, beating the shit out of people. Just nothing makes her smile more than punching somebody in the face repeatedly. <laughs> And so, like, at the end, they get her, and one of her, somebody who um, was, like, her friend from years ago, they run into, and uh, they're going to make them fight. And if she fights and beats up this person, then that's going to basically complete her journey to the dark side. And so they're on the roof of the school, and he has to, like, work his way up, and he has his, like, generals trying to stop him. Um and so he has to, you know, rely on the power of friendship to fight them all through. And he gets to the top and, you know, he's kind of fighting and stuff. And then they show up, you know, and again, it's like, you know, your power is that you uh, brought us all together and did this. You know, you are a powerful person. And so they kind of save the day, I guess. Um, I'm not saying I'm mainly I'm telling you all this because I don't I just finished it because I was already mostly done with it. And I kind of was curious to see how it would go. Um, they did a good part, though, at the end of ending the last, like, four episodes, where every episode ended on, like, a 
like right as something was about to happen. Cliffhanger. Oh, that's so like, annoying. Like, like the Walking Dead used to do, where it was like the last ten minutes of the Walking Dead was like the best, mm-hmm. and then the first ten minutes of the show was the worst because it spent basically it was just recapping the last ten minutes of the previous week's episode, <laughs> and then you had like forty minutes of filler, yeah. and then the last ten minutes to like suck you back in. <laughs> um, but then the other one I finished was the Aristocrats' otherworldly adventure, serving gods. Who go too far yeah i think we talked about this one um we did ago. talk about it a while, a while ago that feels like feels like a long time ago but yeah i've been it. so far away I, I mean this one also not to the, the same extent but also relied on the power of friendship but did better job of it was a little bit more comedic yeah it was definitely silly it wasn't like the i don't think it was like it was it was fun to watch, but it wasn't like it's not like a great anime or anything like right like it's a like way overpowered character that just like ends up like not trying to like fuck shit up and ends up accidentally like making more messes with what he does, but like in a in a wholesome like funny way, not like he's a he's a reject like fuck this monster, he's too strong, blah blah blah, right. I mean, and you find out the reason why the gods re, you know, reincarnated him and made him as strong is because there's this ancient evil that's been locked away for 300 years, and the last time it did, it escaped it. This basically almost destroyed the entire world and killed everybody. And then you come to find out it was one of the gods, the, the god of entertainment, because there's no games or whatever. And that was one of the things he was kind of... It seems like they're almost grooming him to be, take the place of the god of entertainment, because they were like, hey... You have all your memories of your old world and your overpower, your powered and this and that. Like, why don't you uh, also make some games from your old world? Which they kind of showed him doing once. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, I guess he's maybe he's still doing that. I don't know, but he at least made one game, like Backgammon. <laughs> um. But then, um, I did like the part though, like when he was at school and he was doing all the tests, and it was like, like I'm just gonna do a basic spell, and then he like destroys like the barrier and all the yeah. safety precautions <laughs> they put up and they're from that point on they're like oh this is a magic class um so like the first time they're like yeah we're gonna have you guys do spells and they're like is uh are you is this guy here and they're like yeah, here and they're like all right um let's go over there and read a book or something because uh, the head ma- the the headmaster said that you're not allowed to participate <laughs> yeah exactly class. yeah um and yeah he accident accidentally gets engaged to like four girls yes <laughs> Um, well, two of them, like, because he saves him, and one of them, there's yeah. three, and one, two of them, because he saves, and one of them, because he, like, she's, like, the 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 head of the captain's guard, and she's basically left the elf world to yeah. try to find someone to marry, and nobody's been able to keep up with her except for him. Yeah. And I'll... it's like, I'm 12. <laughs> and then I like how he, like, summons, like, the, uh, the demon prince as, like, his, like... <laughs> like... Familiar? Yeah, familiar. <laughs> like did he, when they like because it was a school and the guy that was teaching the class like did he just say he was the demon lord and it's like oh no no and it's like and where do you go and it's like oh our bond didn't connect he left because of that yeah I'm like all right and then the next scene is him talking to the king yeah. <laughs> like he keeps getting stuff every time he fucks up like the next it's like the king wants to talk to you the king wants to talk to you yeah exactly he's like you're gonna you have to be king you're too powerful and he's like no i don't want that 
Right. <laughs> I mean, that was what helped the show is it was goofy without being overly goofy. Like, there yeah. was just the right amount of, like, silly moments. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, like you said, last season was kind of meh. It wasn't all that great. So Yeah, it has some good, it's entertaining, it has some good laughs, but it's not, like, a great anime. Like, it's it's just silly. It's easy. It's easy watching trash, as I call it. Yes, it's it's like for the people that watch like Lifetime or something, where it's like, oh, you can just put this on and not really think, yeah, or pay attention too much. Yep, and that's sometimes the best part about anime. Yes, and that mean the the hardest part about that though is that if it's a, uh, that's when he needs a dubbed, not sub, because then you can even pay less attention. Yeah, dude, I made the mistake of watching. Um... The um the Death Prince and his maid. I watched it oh. in English, and now I can't, I like I re- I almost like refuse to watch it in Japanese because <laughs> like the their vo- their voices are like a certain way, you know. After right, you've watched it like the whole time, like like to me it doesn't it just doesn't make like the voices don't make sense in my head. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, because I've done the opposite where I watch something in Japanese and then it's like oh that. Episodes in English. I'm gonna watch it, you know. The and it's like, yeah, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> All right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it for today's show. Thanks for sticking around. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Facebook, Amazon Podcast, all those magical places. Untapped. I think so. All the all the places. All the places. Otherwise, stay safe if you're getting attacked by a hurricane or an earthquake or whatever. The natural disasters. Natural Exactly. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. Later.